women need about 10 pairs of knickers to go out for two days. That's just a thing. Go on, no tell further us. questions. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Friend Zoned, baby, with me, Stephen Mullen, and the wonderful Karen Mullen. And our other child, Mike. Michael Mullen. Mike <laughs> Mullen. And we are a truple. Truple. Really? Oh, yeah. We're like the new David Hay and Una Healy. They've broken up. Stop! Yeah. Let's get into this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, so I was going to the I was going to Manchester. Manchester, lovely. On Thursday. Uh-huh. And my flight was at um like two. I don't know why that's relevant. Okay. It's not. Well, um, it's a little bit because we know that you're not in the early morning stress. Because yeah. sometimes the cheap flights are at six AM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um I'd no money in my current account. You know, like sometimes you just it takes days to come. And I was waiting for invoices coming in that day and things like that. And I hadn't been paid yet because it was the bank holiday. Ugh. And um, more stressful. So I just didn't have any money in my current account. And when we went to get on, it was like they were kidnapping us. Like, have you ever seen Reiner get frantic? Yeah. Like screaming and shouting. Every yeah. flight? Like, yeah. I've never seen anything like It was like we were going to war. Like it wasn't. Everybody get up here now. And like, you know, the way the, the gate isn't open and then so all of a sudden it's closed. There's like a window of yeah. like two seconds yeah. Yeah. where they like pack us all on to the plane. So she was getting frantic. I went up to board and I had my suitcase and my handbag, which is always what I travel with. Like all, a carry on suitcase, obviously. Carry on suitcase yeah. and a handbag. And she was like, you can't bring them both on. But like screaming at me. Really? Oh yeah, she was crazy. Oh my goodness. Like she was unhinged. Oh my goodness. Like she needed a good rattle. Okay. She, she really did. <laughs> now Mike, you have a job there. Yeah. No, that's a, guard, that's a job for the guards. That's <laughs> yeah. She really did now. I was just like, A good rattle. <laughs> I was terrified. And yeah, she was like, you can't What bring kind of an age of person? Tell us a bit more about her now. She was probably only about 34. Right. Uh, Irish. Irish, Jesus, good looking, just an angry old bitch. Sick of working for fucking Ryanair, probably. This is it, though. This is definitely part of it, yeah. That was probably like the tenth flight she'd boarded that minute. Yeah, (laughs) she was probably actually working on two things at the one time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she was like, "You can't bring if you want to bring your suitcase on. You have to pay forty five euro." I was like, "Well, I don't have forty five euro in my account," and like obviously I could have got someone to rev it. To me, but like I didn't even think because it was so so too stressful, frantic. Yeah. So she was like, "Well, you're just gonna have to leave your suitcase then." And like my option were to like turn around and go home, or just take my stuff out of my suitcase and carry it on. I mean, you're going for. I would have to say you're going for a very important reason. Like as well. I was going for a funeral. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I can't really. I think if I'd just been going for a weekend away with the stress of it all, I would have just said, you know, fuck you, turn around, go yeah, home. Yeah, go home. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Um, but I had no option, so I opened out up my suitcase, took out all my clothes, like my knickers. And if like women need about ten pairs of knickers to go away for two days, that's just a thing. Go on, no further us. questions. Yeah. <laughs> that is just <laughs> you beat known, me to it, Mike. It's a known thing. Why is that? I've been learning about this just recently. in case. In case, in case she meets another Stephen Mullen. Oh, shut yeah. up. <laughs> In case Stephen's on the plane, <laughs> hold Spanish. on. But I thought people don't wear knickers these days a lot of the time. Anyway, I normally wear knickers. I don't right. wear a bra anymore. No one really wears bras. Oh yeah, well me neither. Yeah, go on. Anyway, um, so yeah, I had to pick all my stuff out of the suitcase. <laughs> Ten pairs of knickers. 
like my hair straighteners, socks, yeah. clothes, yeah. boots, and carry it all onto the plane. What, in your hand? Like, not in, you couldn't put them in a bag, you had to carry them? No, because I only had my handbag. So you're literally physically carrying... I physically a, carried it all on. And no one, this is what annoyed me as well, no one helped me. Fuck me. Or like, no one said to the woman, like, what are you doing, like? And, and what did you do with the, um, with the, with the suitcase just left it there? I had to leave it there. And she was like, I'm going to have to get the guards to come now and dispose of it. And oh I was like, God. and that's my problem... Yeah, yeah. Why? Did you say that? I was just like, um, and in the end, I marched past her because she was like, you're going to have to fit all them clothes into your handbag. Yeah. And you were like, am I fuck? No. And I just marched past her. But what annoyed me is that no one that's, helped but me. That's insane. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, crazy. That whole thing is insane. Like, so you carried your knickers all the way. Did you get a plastic I, bag at any point? Yeah. When you got to Manchester or? Got a plastic bag and then someone gave me a bag for coming back. Wow. Fucking hell. Uh, so where did you get the plastic bag? Because um, my boots were actually in a plastic bag. Right. So once so I sure. got onto the plane, I mashed it all into the plastic bag. Wow. That's fairly fucking traumatic. Like, that's fairly. And I was like, like the tears. Oh, my God. <sighs> I don't know. If I was there in that situation and I didn't know you, uh, I definitely would have helped. Yeah. You'd I definitely would have asked. Do you need something? You, you would have carried my knickers, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, mem- the moment you, pause. Yeah, I'm just going, have you any more knickers? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can have the boots. Any more knickers? <laughs> just putting them in my pockets. <laughs> yeah, no, it was shocking. Um, yeah, that's pretty insane. Jesus Christ. And I'm going to have to get the guards to dispose of this. What a drama. Yeah. What a drama, Queen. And it was just the way she spoke to me. It was like I had done something so wrong. Mm. And like, I do get it. Like, you are only like, bring one bag, but everyone brings a handbag as well. That is an odd. Now, how big is the handbag? Normal size. Oh, yeah. So it's just not a big... No. Like, yeah, that's odd. That is so strange. It was yeah. like she took a vengeance to life that day. Now, she did do it to three other people. Oh, right, mm. so she was on one that day. But they just paid for it. Right. But obviously, I didn't have the money. Yeah. But that is unusual. Like, I mean, I've seen... There must be cracking down on it or something like that because I've seen so endless amounts of people um, with the fucking, you know... Uh, with a handbag and and sometimes even another thing. Yeah. You can have a handbag, a, a bag for the child and your carry-on thing sometimes, you know? Like, this is it. If you get a bag for, like, duty-free stuff, you can put it, stuff into that. Yeah. And it's okay. Like, it's weird how... <laughs> like, they just... And, like, I had to put my jackets on. I had two jackets. I had to put both of them on. <laughs> so you're roasting, carrying your knickers yeah. and a handbag. And was there any single guys on the flight? No. I would have totally chatted to you in that situation. That's like, that is a girl but that I'd I want to chat to. That is at her lowest moment. I must. No, no, Mike. Not like but that. I, I was pr- like, she, I this probably, girl is a bit of crack. I probably yeah. looked like I did it out of point. It's oh, like, okay, I'm yeah. not paying the 45 euro, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't have it. Yeah, no, that's right. true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's they probably tough. thought that's some crazy... <laughs> You know, <laughs> fuck the patriarchy or whatever it is. <laughs> like, I'm not giving you my money. Yeah, that's why I would have talked to you. Because I'm like, yeah. who the fuck goes on, walks onto a plane with their fucking knickers and underwear? And geez, I'm just like, fuck them, sit down. I would totally have talked to yeah, you. Yeah, like, whereas in reality, I just had no option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have, yeah, <laughs> hell. That's amazing. Uh, fair play to you. But in normal life, I would have just paid the money for so an easy life. But really, if we but all... you didn't have it. I didn't have it. You don't have it. You don't have it. Yeah. End of. Um, and if they're clamping down on the... Oh, 
Yeah, and you wouldn't have had... I, I don't even think I would have had in that situation have been quick enough. Now, I might have seen it happening a couple of things ahead and then I might have gone, called someone quickly, send me 45 quid on, on yeah. Revolut, whatever. But even when you were standing there and she wasn't letting you on the flight, was there people going past you? Yeah. So you used to do that in front of everybody. And how long did it take you? What was the time frame? Were, you, were they waiting to let you on the flight and everyone had gone kind of a thing mm-hmm. by the time? That no, you there were... were still other people going on. Oh, right. Like the panic that she was under wasn't like it was her leaving cert. Yeah. <laughs> how fast she could get these people on the plane. And then we sat on the plane for ages. Oh, for fuck's sake. There's nothing more infuriating. I just don't understand why they are under so much pressure. I will be honest with you. I di- like I didn't, I think I counted, I think it was like seven years, especially when I was in the, I was living in the UK. Um, so traveling to and from Ireland was a lot. And I refused to fly with Ryanair after one incident. I was just what like, was three it? years. I stopped. <laughs> we landed in Blackpool, right? Yeah. And they, they hit the tarmac so hard, right? That I walloped my head <laughs> off the fucking vent above me. Like, no. it wasn't just me. I saw the guy in front of me as well. He was bald and he had a little fucking cut and everything. I was just like, fuck this. I'm not flying with these fucking. That's how hard we hit the tarmac. Boom. I was like, fuck <laughs> the fuck's sake. People were crying and everything. Like, right, get off the fucking plane. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. <laughs> Every landing is an emergency landing. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're horrific. It's like bumper cars yeah. at like a playground or if whatever. You, yeah, you... if planes were bumper cars, yeah, Ryanair would definitely be it. Bouncing up and down the runway. And at the time, you could get reasonable enough pr- prices with uh, Aer Lingus. It wasn't that much uh, more expensive. You might pay 20 quid more or something. I was like, yeah, I'm going with them. They just, it's just like, it feels like more of a Protestant airline. Yeah. <laughs> just, just more calmer. They have a nice tray bake. But I think I mean? what we need is another budget airline. Yeah. Yeah. That's, ooh. What would the uniform be? This is the, my daughter's talking about, she's like, I'm going to fly in planes. And she was like, and I was like, you're going to be the pilot. She's like, no, no, no. I'm going to be the one who's doing, you know, telling people where to go. <laughs> but I'm going to wear, and then she said, I'm going to have the skirt, you know, tight. <laughs> <laughs> She no, fucking fight tight. <laughs> this, this is on the way to school. I was like, right, but I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be tight, and then then I'll, t- then I'll do the Formula One driving. <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, bye, have a good day. Um, but that's what, in her head. It's all about the uniform. So, like, what would the, if you're your for Taran's airline, Taran's budget airline? Oh, Taran Air, a tracksuit. <laughs> Something comfy. Nice, yeah, yeah. a sexy tracksuit. Yeah. Something written across the arse probably like, do you remember these have those juicy ones? Yeah, yeah. but it would say... Just Terran. Cheap flights. <laughs> yeah. Cheap flights. So one person's Cheap arse flights, would... cheap rides. Cheap <laughs> flights. One person's arse would say cheap and someone else would say flights. <laughs> or on each cheek. Cheek flights. Whoever gets, <laughs> whoever gets the cheap one definitely yeah. did not drew the short Track straw. Tracksuit and Oggs. I think that would be a cool look going up and down the aisle. But like it, it is like I bet there's loads of budget airlines in America, Mike. Is there? Uh, I mean, there's like Spirit. Air, it's flying is so much more expensive mm. in the U.S. Like oh, domestic really? flights are yeah, domestic flights are not cheap in the U.S. No. Yeah, for some reason. I mean, it's because it's like a car economy of like just drive everywhere. Right, yeah. drive eight hours yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. I mean, driving eight hours here would be Donegal and back and halfway back again or something. Like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. We don't we don't have that concept in this country. But uh, Taran Air, I'm liking the sound of that. But it is. It's ridiculous yeah. how they can treat us and there's really nothing. Like that woman could have beaten me and I still would have had to get on the flight. Yeah. Right. Do you know when she knew that? Yeah, you had to go. Yeah, you had to get over there. Yeah. And like, mom, did you tell her you're going to a funeral? No, because mm. like, she really wouldn't care. Mm. But mum was like, when you get off, you should go and complain. Mm. And I was like, first of all, there wouldn't be anyone to complain to because mm. they would all ro- disappear. And yeah. there's no number you can call or anything, really. Of course not. 
Yeah. Of course not. It's Ryanair. It's unbelievable. I will say they did when when loads of flights got cut, cut um, in because of COVID. I did get the money back off them I, before I've heard anybody. Horror stories though. From yeah, them of like I, got very I lucky. chased them for years. Yeah, yeah. I got very lucky. <laughs> I hired a team of. <laughs> I must have been in the first batch when they were doing it by the book at the start or something like that. Because, like, yeah, I, got, I was very mm. surprised that I got money back. For and it, you but. know when all the flights were being cancelled for ages? Mm. Like, Ryanair was the only one that it was actually, the flights were actually going because they didn't care. Mm. Like, I can't remember why they were being cancelled. Remember it was only Yeah, because they, they didn't have the staff at Dublin Airport. Oh, yeah. 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 There was, like, super long queues. Yeah. Ryanair were probably just letting the passengers fly the planes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be their next thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would. It would be. It'll be like a go car. Just leave it where you found it. <laughs> it's so bad. I was go furious. Yeah. I think everybody who listens to podcasts loves podcasts because more often than not, they're in a job that A, they hate or it's quite fucking stressful. Yeah. And the podcast brings them off into another world, which got me thinking about, I've done plenty of jobs that, uh, I've done loads and loads of jobs, but isn't it funny how <laughs> a job that can be the most easiest job in the world on paper can be extremely stressful yeah have like you what? had some stressful jobs Taryn I had a job I don't know if I spoke on this when I worked in the macadamia farm macadamia you have not I, yeah. I think I would have heard about that a macadamia farm and obviously okay. it's not a farm because they grow on trees yes so I don't know what the proper word orchard for yeah or not is it not still a farm if it's on trees or I don't know I don't know yeah. but a machine yeah. a machine picks the macadamia so they fall off the tree and a uh-huh. machine goes around and picks them up yeah but while the machine picks it up it also picks up like rats snakes like we are in Australia <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're in Australia in this story yeah so the humans come into it then when the everything comes out in a line and you pick off like the rats so the, yeah, so the, so off the back of them, so it picks it up, and then is there, is there one of those um, revolving tray things, yeah, like a sushi bar. So the, <laughs> yeah, so, so everything comes off, and any crazy stuff that you see in it, you have to pick it off. Yeah, or any small ones that are too small, ones right. that are like disfigured, but like you have to work at the speed of light. Really? Like honestly, it was crazy. How fast are we talking? Like flying. So like so how fast is it going? Like there's a macadamia and it's no oh, good for the like literally. Oh so really like full, yeah. So you're going like this. Literally yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen's just karate punching for yeah. anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, but you, like you can do one or two of those moves, like do you know what I mean? But you can't be those. How long do you have to be there? Eight for? hours a day. Eight hours. That would be stressful. And you got a 15-minute smoko. That's what they called your break in the morning. A smoko. A smoko. Got for a bloody smoko. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's a smoko. <laughs> and then a half an hour, like, food break. But can I... So, this, with regards to stress, I can imagine... Is that stressful, like, on your eyes and in your... Yeah, and because, like, they... So, I needed that job for my visa. And, like, if yes. you weren't fast... They would just replace you. So the, to explain this to people who may not understand, in Australia, you can apply from Ireland to go do your one-year visa. If you want to get the second year, you have to do farm work. Labor. Isn't labor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Farm work for two months minimum, isn't it? Thir- so it's three months. Three months. Okay. It's like 88 days. So if work. you prove that you've done that farm work, then you can get the second visa. But it, to add to up the stakes of this horrible job, mm. um, there was a pervert. Can I just, before the pervert, right? Yeah. Can I just get back to the rats and snakes? Because we lost over the rats and snakes. Yeah. The rats and snakes are coming through. Are they always dead? 
Oh yeah, I, they were always dead that I saw anyway. Okay, right. Because they're getting picked up on a machine, but like you, 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 you know, a snake might fucking survive yeah, that. Like, no, what about, no. what about spiders or because spiders? Yeah. No, they... you would be wearing gloves. Okay. Up to, uh, but it's roasting probably. Yeah. So and but then do you not have to cover your whole? Because my brother did. Um, I don't even know what he did. But he did farm work as well for his second year visa as well. And to this day, if he sees a snake on the TV screen or a movie, he, like, he freaks out. Yeah. He's just like, get the fuck away from me. Because your life is a danger, is in danger like, yeah. in those moments. And They'll it's like, kill you. They will kill you, yeah. It's yeah. insane. So, but part of what he, when he was working there, you'd have all your arms covered. But then it's roasting because they, they had to bend down and pick stuff up. <laughs> Was so, he picking tomatoes or something? I don't know. I actually, I, I literally, I don't think I have a clue. It's hell on, like my friend did hers and she was picking carrots. And That's her, tough on the back. Yeah. And her, the, what are these bits of your nails? Cuticles. Her cuticles grew down over her nails. Ugh. What? <laughs> How did that <laughs> She had like a skin nail? Ugh. It was like her body went into protective <laughs> mode. <laughs> And that's what's going to protect it. Cuticles. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that so that's uh, mental. crazy? That is mental. Did people go like, what kind of gloves are you wearing? And the, I've never like, heard that yeah. before. I'm like, a weird uh, superhero. A few, I must ask her what other, other weird things happened to her. <laughs> like that her body did, like it just reacted really weird. I can't imagine anything topping... Cuticles is <laughs> like, yeah, fucking imagine like, yeah, yeah, that's what's going to happen. A lion's coming at me. I'll fucking cuticle the shit out of you. <laughs> Maybe that's where Spider-Man got it from, isn't it? It's actually, it's not webs, it's cuticles. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow, that is a mad yeah. one. So she'd have to trim the shit out of her cuticles every night. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but that's gross. This is, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is a new kind of gross that I didn't think was possible. Yeah. I must ask her because there was a few it's things. Mad. I mean, cuticles are mad when you think about them. Like they're but none mad of, none of My cuticles didn't. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> the human information there. It's yeah. dead normal. So the, the human snakes and all and the rats and yeah. the human. And then the human rats and the snakes. The human, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this man, I can't remember his name. Pervert. Just took, yeah. P- Peter the perv. Took a real shine to me. But the and thing- would you blame him, Mike? <laughs> you're, you're trying to get me to identify with a pervert right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like in No, his- but I mean, why wouldn't somebody take a shine to Taryn? Do you know what I mean? That's a compliment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So he was in yeah. his definite late 50s. Pervert. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like this is a great thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. A man like you, he's sorry. in his 50s. Jesus pervert. Christ. <laughs> but Terrible. the thing was like he'd pick kind of a favorite. So he had a favorite when I got there and it was this blonde girl. No, sorry. Is he a boss or something? He's the boss. Uh, yeah. So uh, whoever no, was his sense. favorite got to sit in the office. Right. Yeah. For a smoke out. <laughs> yeah. But like you wouldn't really have to do much. You wouldn't have to do the line. Right. So of course. But what would you do in the office? I don't know. I suppose he'd try and get you to suck him off. I oh, don't know. Stop. You're joking me. Is that what the, the blonde he was doing? I don't know. I never asked her. But anyway, he took the oh, liking no. to me and I was like, well, I'm going to play along to sit in the office. But then when it, it got weird, like he'd come up and he'd be like breathing down my neck. Oh, and... oh, Jesus. Sorry, what were you doing sitting in the office? What did you have to do in the office? Like you'd be filling out forms and right, stuff, like okay. input and data. But right, like so you were, are working, right. But yeah. there's not really anything to do, like. But it was just better than just trim your cuticles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> file them back. <laughs> Passes the angle grinder uh, there, Pete. <laughs> but yeah, he really, really freaked me out. Ugh. Yeah. So like, did I, he say anything? Yeah, and he got my number and used to text me. Mm. 
Mm. And I felt very, very trapped because I was there on my own as well. Obviously, there was lots of other people, but I didn't know any of them. And you live in that in that situation normally when you're doing that, isn't it? You live... I didn't live there, right. but like, yeah, so. Where did you live in a hostel or something? No, I actually lived in a house. All right. Yeah. Um, With other Aussies? With this Aussie, Aussie called Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Aussie called Rod. Rod, yeah. Sounds like a song, doesn't it? <laughs> Rod takes loads of smoke <laughs> He was mad. He oh, was man, a bit of a pervert too. <laughs> oh my God, I have a really good story about this farm as well. Right. That um, doesn't involve perverts before we get so, Wait. So when I, <laughs> Just you wait. When I got there, so I first went there with this guy that I met in a hostel. Mm. And he, I was, I must have been very pretty at the time because he really liked me as well. And what I didn't like. talking about very pretty? Anyway, okay. You're very pretty now. Move on. Um, Wink. And then, so when I wouldn't get with him, he left. But we'd got a car together, but I can't drive. As in bought a car? He bought it, but then we used to share like the tax and like right. tires and like petrol we'd go halves in. How long were you there for? It seems like I was there for ages. Yeah. <laughs> if you're splitting tax, like... But, like, as soon as you have, like, a day off or you break your day, that doesn't count then. So it's 88 days, but, like, that's Monday to Friday. Right. So really, the whole thing goes on forever. Okay. Um. Yeah, so then when he realized I wouldn't sleep with him, he fucked off. So I was like, what? The, like, how am I going to get to work? Because it was, like, a 40-minute drive. Oh, he took the bloody... Yeah, with him. he literally drove off. Did he give the money you? No, and he actually messaged me and he was, I said I owed money for tires. And I was like... You owed money for tires? And I didn't oh. pay him. Um, <laughs> get, get fucked, Rod. Um, no, this guy was English. Uh, yeah, so anyway... I, get fucked, Rod. I was like, how am I going to get to work? So I was like, I know what I'll do. So I put an ad on Gumtree because where I was living was Byron Bay and there was lots of like student-y kind of hippie people. Mm-hmm. So I was like... It's gonna even if I have to pay them what I make in a day, I need to get these days done. I think I had like twenty days left to do there or something like mm. that. So I was like, even if I have to pay them what I'm making, mm. it makes sense. Mm. To put the ad on Gumtree was like, I'm looking for someone to drive me there and back every day. I'll pay whatever, blah blah. And then got this phone call. So obviously I put my number in, and it was this man. He was like. Oh, I can't do the accent now, but he was like, oh, like talking through like what the payment would be. And then he was like, and what about fun favors? Oh, God. Oh, my God. But before that, he'd asked me what age I was. Oh, my God. So he's built a profile in his head. Does he know what you look like? I don't think he cared. Oh, my God. So he was going to drive me there and back for obviously a blowjob. Grim. Is it now? Because like, because that is outback Australia, really, isn't it? Byron Bay and all that kind of stuff. Or is it, it like, would it's a bit, be a bit. It's back. off. It's a. It, it's not a main city kind of. Yeah, thing. no. It's, it's a bit backward, is it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just a bit hillbilly. Like no one wore shoes or anything. Shoes weren't a thing there. Wow. Yeah, and bras. <laughs> forget about it. Jesus. Wow. No one wore makeup. It was actually very nice in that kind of way. Liber- yeah, it's a bit liberating. Everyone was minging. But what is it? What is? <laughs> but so what was it, what was on the ground? Was it all grass everywhere? Was there proper roads, or was there like dirt just tracks or bits clay? of whatever? And you just walk in your feet, manky, filthy all the time. Yeah. Wow. So well, that's what we came from, I suppose. And were they happier? They seemed quite happy. They smoked a lot of weed and stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 I do know that about Byron Bay. Yeah. Um, that's where they did Love Island Australia the year that I did it. Really? Yeah, because it was in Australia. Because they, usually they obviously go off somewhere else. Yeah. But because it was in it was in lockdown. They did it there. Yeah. But it's supposed to be a mad old place. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mad, mad old Cape Old Byron Bay. So yeah, that was my... They're stressful jobs, all right. Yeah. How did you end up getting the work? In the end, this um, she was Chinese and she lived in a shed. Applied. <laughs> Very wise. <well. laughs> I don't know. Can we have any more mental characters in this? <laughs> Everyone's insane. No one wears shoes. Rod's a perv. Pete's a perv. There's snakes and they're dead. She's Chinese and lives in a shed. <laughs> yeah, she lived in a shed. Wow. So she had no money. She was there to surf. Oh, right. And like, I think just like fished for her dinner. I don't know what she did. Wow. So she did quite a good deal. I think I paid her like $40 a day to drive me there and back. But like she'd never seen that much money. Right. So it actually worked out really well for, for both her. of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. She's just living a completely different type of life. Like she didn't have a shower or running water, like a full on shed, like your father's garden shed. And did she stink or was it just like Not all totally really, normal? No. Yeah. See, there's different ways of living. Talk about like living to work and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? They just, people like that do do lives like that where they're just like... I'll get by and whatever happens. And she had a boyfriend. <laughs> I love that that's the end of it. How the fuck did she have a boyfriend? Yeah. She had a boyfriend. Look at my cuticles. <laughs> she had a boyfriend. <laughs> she um, had lived in a shed and had a boyfriend. No, fair, fair, I mean, fair, did the boyfriend live in the shed? No, they were long distance relationship. Uh, he was in whatever country she'd come from. Right, wow. Now, she obviously had a car. That's how she drove me there and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't just sit in the shed and go beep, beep. <laughs> we'll get to work in work. our minds. <laughs> yeah, pretend I'm in work. We'll call Pete. <laughs> Honestly, I'm there. <laughs> Can you heavy breathe behind me? So I think there's a turn oh. I think the more, like I've been in stressful, like working in a kitchen can be stressful. Yeah, but that kind of, once so. you get, once you get on board with it and there's a good feeling, there's a good vibe in the team. And even though you can be abusing each other all the time, it's, you're, you're like, you know, shouting and fucking get it done now. You can't, what I like about being in the kitchen is you can't lie. You just can't lie. Yeah. Why didn't you do that? Or how many minutes for that? One minute. It's not fucking done. Where's it? You know, they're waiting for the plate to go up, whatever. You can't lie. There's what no... happens if you just panic? Um, If you just, it's a weird one. You don't really have it. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember if I remember anybody panicking and just leaving or anything like that. I don't think so. Um, People definitely have breakdowns. Or whatever. I've seen chefs, actually, this is, <laughs> I've seen this quite a few times. I've seen chefs on the pass, right? So yeah. the pass being where it's it's the final, it's the end, it's where everything's being plated up. And um, <laughs> and you're putting on the pass and you're like, service, Devo, table 12, whatever like that. <laughs> I've seen chefs like with tears running down their faces no. after plating up, but you're still going and the head chef next to them fucking kicking them <laughs> saying, Get your fucking shit together and don't fucking blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, we that, don't have time to cry. It wasn't like yeah. that kitchen wasn't a particularly shouty kitchen. Uh, 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 a shouty kitchen that chef was not he's not a shouty but there was other ways of fucking manipulating it but all in all if you if they see that you're pulling you're pulling your weight and you're, you're like you're pushing through and um, what's really interesting about kitchens is they do show you that now there are obviously lots of drug problems in kitchens and there wasn't yeah. in that kitchen when i was there and there's lots of cocaine and stuff but when i was there i was shocked at myself how much you can how much i was able to go through really yeah i was shocked at how jesus i'm not made of glass i actually can go through r- horrific exhaustion and push through and uh, be in a lot of physical pain and kind of push through and still cut another fucking tomato or whatever, you know. Um, and did but, you get the dread bad going in there? No. So that's that particular situation was a weird one because I was in a weird place in my life where uh, I got in the job in that restaurant as a barista originally. So I was yeah. really good at the uh, coffee. And this place is 
Michelin star now. It didn't, it got it when I was working there. It wasn't at the time. And uh, I think Did it they got, get it for your bottom? Just for my butt, yeah. <laughs> and then I think it got up to the 30th best restaurant in the world in, in, the, wow. in, in the list of the 50 best. So it, it was like, it's, it is an, an amazing place. Um, but I had gone over to pursue acting and lots of things hadn't worked out. And I didn't have the heart for, for, for the rejection of acting or even just the waiting around. Yeah. That's why stand-up is. So, so stand-up wasn't in my life, right? There was yeah. no, there's no stand-up. And so I kind of have just, what I would do, I didn't know what else I was going to do in my life in London. So I would do my barista and waiter shifts. And then I asked the chef, because as soon as I, I remember the first day I walked in there, I was like, fuck me, I want to be in that kitchen. Because I was just like, I, kn- I just knew it was amazing. And I always wanted to be that as opposed to being out the front. And um, I really? asked, I, I, huh? Like it. I, I always saw there was a lot of like resentment yeah. from back of house for front of house because you're like, you guys, maybe it's a US thing. With no, like no, no, t- you're right. You're right. No, there absolutely can be. But um, I just never had that attitude. It's, it's also people's individual background because lots of the other waiters were kind of going, why the fuck would you want to do that? Do you know what I mean? And I was like, but that's the magic. That's why yeah. you exist to me. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm different as well. Like I started my work in life out in building sites. So I come from a very, like I know how to go from the bottom up or whatever. Even if that's the attitude, I, 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 don't, I don't agree with it. And I didn't agree with like, for example, the tips that all front of house would get. You know, we started to split it with the kitchen as well. Because I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, we're, you know, it's not just, okay, yes, it's a service, but it's service of this amazing <laughs> stuff that you guys are making. Also front of house actually makes money. Yeah, 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 chefs yeah. make way, make, yeah. make terrible money. Yeah. But I was just interested in the flavor and the construction of it and all that stuff. So I basically, when I didn't know what I was doing with acting, and there was no comedy in the horizon, I didn't think about doing that. On my time off, and I had nothing else to do in London, so I would do my 40 hours Were you single? of a waiter. Yeah, I did my 40 hours of front of house, and then I would finish my shift, go downstairs, change into Chef Whites. I asked Chef if I could do it, he said absolutely. I worked for free for three or four months. And all my spare time was in the kitchen. Wow. Um, and I, I, I was so proud of myself because I got myself up to the point where I was on the pass. I did the first course. Uh, it was steamed pumpkin in with purple kale, chestnut, and a whey butter sauce. And uh, yeah, so it was like, but that, it was amazing. I'll never forget the moment of like when I did my first staff food for everybody for front and house some, and the chefs and everyone sitting down. There was a moment when everyone was quiet because they yeah. were eating and enjoying the food. And th- that gave me such a feeling of like massive satisfaction. I was just, like Aww. emotional at the time. Yeah. So it's such a, a stressful environment. But for me, great sense of purpose and great sense of uh, camaraderie as well. And you feel like you're part of a team and you've no choice. But probably the more stressful thing at times was I did work for a charity in uh, for a few years with, with um, people coming out of prison out of Mount Joy. Yeah. And we'd help them get back into uh, further work uh, or uh, into education. And was it, is it all men in Mount Joy or is the women in there? Uh, so in Mount Joy, it's all men. And then there's the Doka Centre, which is the women's prison. But it's all the same thing. Do you know what I mean? They're okay. two different buildings. They're two separate prisons, but they're all there in Mount Joy, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, so when, yeah, when you refer to Mount Joy, uh, it's it's the men's and, and the Dokas is the women's. But uh, we would deal. The thing, thing about that was like, because we were key workers. So we're helping these people. We're giving them work experience. We're getting them to further training. But some of the, I was only, I only, someone, one of the people I used to work with came to my tour show recently. And uh, the stories we used to have to hear of what those people have been through. Yeah. Oh my God. Horrific. I, I've ne- I would never talk down about anybody like uh, who's, even if they are being an asshole to you in the street, heroin users or whatever. Yeah, like that, and no. People use derogatory terms towards them or whatever. And they are being assholes at times. I get it. But, they haven't had a chance. They haven't had a chance. No. They have not had a chance. So that was stressful. And I remember like um, we were filling out forms for somebody to go to, I think it was a rehabilitation place. And this individual was an alcoholic. And this person 
over the course of when you have to help them answer these questions, this person couldn't read or write, so that's why I was doing the form with them. And so you have to ask them all the questions that the thing is saying. And you realize that this is a grown individual who at the time was in their 50s. And I realized over the course of that, that they had a child who was the same age as I was at the time that they'd never met. Oh, my God. Do you know I mean stuff like that that you're kind of going, how the fuck do you carry it? No wonder, no wonder you, 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 you just numb yourself every day with substances, yeah. you know? Um, horrific. But then the other side of it was like completely inappropriate. And if anyone ever heard us, we would have got sacked. But me and the, the friend of mine, you'd hear such horrific stuff. You'd have to use leave, dark You'd humor. just be fucking taking the piss out of the whole thing yeah. afterwards. You as soon as they to. left the room, like somebody might have gone through like, you know, you have refugees who've been tortured or seen loved ones like killed in front of them uh, kind of a thing. And they're telling you all about that. That, And as soon as they leave the room, you're like, geez, they wouldn't shut up. Fucking hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was all it. me, me, me. me. <laughs> I was like, gee, fucking hell. Like there's other people here in the room. Like, do you know what I mean? But it was just a set because because we I definitely look back and like nobody was helping us. Do you know what I mean? So we're taking yeah. all this yeah. stuff and it's like, where's our therapy for that kind of a thing? So that was just stressful on on a very different level because then you uh I don't know, you you don't take it on because you haven't been through it, between yeah. what they've been through, but you realize that I mean for these sometimes these people are coming in with a smile on their face, they're like, How the fuck yeah. are you doing it? Um, it does give you a different perspective on, on life, but I will say stressful job, but man, joyful as well. It was very funny, especially all the lads coming out of Mount Joy. Like everyone was like, Jesus, you many people are on heroin. I was like, yeah, but fuck me. They're funny. They are so <laughs> funny. Like, you know, they've got a sense of humor because they've got survival skills yeah. that all they have to do is learn how to f- switch them into a, a, a work or an educational situation. And they could be like amazing entrepreneurs. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they are entrepreneurs in their own way Wait, when they're robbing yeah. cars and stuff like that. Huh? Say that word again. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> what? <laughs> entrepreneurs. Yeah, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs. 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 That's what you're saying. Oh, entre- uh, you're like- I said entrepreneurs. <laughs> 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 entrepreneurs. <laughs> what was I saying? Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Wasn't he saying yeah, something weird? Yeah, it was entrepreneurs. I, yeah. I was, yeah, entrepreneurs. But- entrepreneurs. What is it? <laughs> Entrepreneurs. Do you know if you keep saying a word, a word over <laughs> and over again? <laughs> See, exactly. See We've what's just, happening now. Darren, you've just broken I remember, brain. I remember, yeah, you've broken my brain now. Do you I remember once kind of going saying the word and in my head over and over again. And so, so I was like, fuck it, that's a weird word, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be tripping out in a word if you just keep saying it. And. and. <laughs> Entrepreneurs. <laughs> Stressful jobs. But so there you go. <laughs> This is stressful. Comedy is stressful. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening to us today. Um, my Instagram, please follow me. It's TarnaWest77. Stevens is. The Stephen Mullen. And Mike's is. At Sable Comedy. Woo! And we are all happy. We're all happy. Like and subscribe. Share it on your social medias. Tell your friends about it. Uh, five star reviews only. Isn't that right, Taryn? Yeah. We only do five stars. Five stars on Bumble as well, etc. 